crazy. Thanks for here. All right. Next Tuesday on the tennis ball. What is a pregnant chant? Hi, I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News Brief. The queen of teen, Britney Spears. to That's What We Called Music, our song by song review of the Now That's What I Call Music catalog. Uh, I'm your host, Kendall. With me, um, she gets a lot more than she gives, Molly, my wife Molly. So do I need to give more? <laughs> I, this I is Tia Myrna. Hey. And, and my sister-in-law, Sarah. Hi. Uh, so today we are talking about You Get What You Give... The song by the New Radicals. Um, this is uh, off of their... Uh, it's their only song, album. Off of their album, Maybe You've Been Brainwashed Too. Um, and uh, let's see. It's uh, was on... Yeah, got to number one almost nowhere in New Zealand and Canada. Got to number one, but in the Billboard uh, Hot 100, got to number 36. Alternative songs got to number eight. So, didn't uh, didn't have the greatest ever uh, uh, charting, but you know they play it in Wendy's all the time. What uh, what's the liner notes say, Sarah? Led by singer-songwriter Greg Alexander, New Radicals combine infectious melodies with catchy lyrics. On their debut album, Maybe You've Been Brainwashed Too, New Radicals hit the jackpot with their single, You Get What You Give. All right. we have any uh, trivia on this, Molly? Uh, can you come back to me? Okay. <laughs> so the, the, one piece of, the one piece of trivia that I... Th- so, this is the thing. He pissed off Marilyn Manson? <laughs> well, okay, yeah. So, I am sort of going to talk about that. Um, so, I read this because I didn't really remember this song very well, but I read this in Wikipedia about this controversy because there's a uh, there's a, a stanza that's health insurance, rip-off lying, F- FDA, big bankers buying, fake computer crashes, dining, cloning while they're multiplying, fashion shoots with Beck and Hansen, Courtney Love and Mar- and Marilyn Manson, you're all fakes. Run your ma- run to your mansions. Coming in, we'll kick your ass in. Um, and uh, the lead singer wrote that section, sort of as he was trolling, basically, uh, because he knew that even though he was he was saying he was making political what he believed was like political statements about health insurance and the F- FDA and stuff, which actually that. Those are kind of just vague things or bad statements. Uh, he he knew that even though he was making um, what what he you know what he felt were politi- important political points, uh, that that the the celebrity the celebrity dissing dropping na- dropping names was going to get all the attention, and it sort of did. Uh, although it seems like although it seems like uh, it was kind of all in good fun. Um, 
Marilyn Manson said uh, he's not mad. Uh, he just doesn't want to be used in the same sentence as Courtney Love. <laughs> um, and, uh, or, well, he did say, or no, he says, actually, I'll, I'll just read the quote. Um, Marilyn Manson commented that he was not mad. He said he'd kick my ass. I just don't want to be used in the same sentence as Courtney Love. I'll crack his skull open if I see him. So I guess he was mad about him. A little about bit. It. Um, Beck said that uh, the lead singer, Greg Alexander, uh, apologized uh, for the line when they met each other in a supermarket. Um, and, uh, and actually, he has uh, collaborated with Hanson. Um, and, uh, and Zach Hanson called him a bit of a character, but a cool guy. So it kind of thinks, you know, kind of seems like there's not a lot of ill. It's not like a real fight. He just, you know, said some petty stuff. But, and I thought that was kind of clever when I read that. But then I listened to the song. And yeah, the only thing I found, it's not really about the song. It's about the lead singer guy. Um, he's done a lot of writing since then. It's not with New Radicals because they only lasted for like two years. But do you remember the movie Begin Again? Yeah, yeah. He did the music in that movie, and okay. he was nominated for um, an Oscar for the song Lost Stars, which I always assumed was just like Adam Levine did the music in that movie, you know, because Adam yeah, Levine, was, I, I, I just assumed, too. I mean, I didn't think much about it, but, and that song is also is a, on a Maroon 5 album, too. That's the main song mm-hmm. from that movie, right, that like the, he sings too fast, yeah, and, and I think he like, slow it down, or... He go like try. He gets popular with it, but the girl like co-wrote it with him or yeah, something in the movie. Yeah. But yeah, that guy uh, apparently he wrote that song or helped write it or something. But yeah, he's that nom- explains nominated. Why I didn't like that song very much. <laughs> no, I mostly just didn't. I didn't like it because it's so much. There's so much falsetto. But um, sorry, not not meaning to uh, complain. Um, he also co-wrote uh, the uh, Michelle Branch and Santana song. Um, Game of Love. Oh, that's a good song. It's that's funny because that's is that kind another of, song Kendall doesn't like. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind it, but yeah. it is kind of. I do remember that that song specifically was really critically maligned because that album. I was really excited for that for for um, Shaman to come out because mm-hmm. it was it was the like my prime. Uh, Rolling Stone reading time. Like I was, I was always reading every every article. Uh, I was a huge fan of uh, the song. I don't think I had, because I don't. I don't think I had actually bought Supernatural, but like the songs from it. Like I really liked Smooth, and I really liked Put Your Lights On. Um, but I really liked. I really liked like that that Resurrection of Santana, and I was a huge Michelle Branch fan. And I just specifically remember Rolling Stone saying that that was like one of the worst songs. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't mind. It's interesting it's a, though. The guy still works, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, yeah. It makes it. It makes sense that. Uh, I mean, I guess somebody's got to write write the, you know, sort of mediocre mainstream pop songs. <laughs> I always really liked this new radical song. I don't like. I don't know what it was. Probably just because I was young and it was like kind of you know fun, yeah. fun <laughs> sounding. But the you know and just like the corny love Marilyn Manson. I always thought it was funny because mm-hmm. I knew who they were, and I'm sure probably not many 12, 13 year olds knew who Corny Love was at least. 
Um, yeah, because you were in the hole I back in the, in the day. Hole, yeah. um, you were young. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was like it. I thought it was fun. It was definitely a song. I still remember all the words too. But I guess it's really <clears throat> kind of like about like sticking it to the man. But yeah, I stick it to the man. You'll see. <laughs> in, like in like the most sort of privileged frat boy kind of way. <laughs> like I I don't know if I don't know if it was just like that sort of gut reaction to the video or, or what it was. But like when I watched that video tonight, like this is not a song that I've ever paid attention to. Like even, I wouldn't even call it a Wendy's song. Like I feel like most of the times that I've heard it was on a commercial for a now CD, like the, the little snippet of it or, or on a, or on a radio commercial. But I just, that video was just so, so frat boyish and yeah, they're in a mall and like a bunch of kids are like taking over and like putting people in cages and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like the the quote unquote adults yeah. or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, they're like, here you got to serve us at the coffee shop or whatever. Yeah, it was. the great great Alexander taking the puppies out of guy. the cages, freeing the puppies and putting the people yeah, in the cages. Yeah, and he's and he's just you know <laughs> dancing. With a Abercrombie shirt on, and he's got he's <laughs> like got a fisherman's a, hat. Fisherman's hat is guilt, which that's one of those things. That's one of those things that I kind of had forgotten how popular those were in the like late nineties, early early oos, um, and has kind of gone away. Those those the the Gilligan's Island hats, um, but uh, but I had one of those. Uh, when I was in high school, I thought I was. Super yeah, cool. you you seem like that. You, you seem that like kind of guy. <laughs> That's probably why I hate this song so much because it's reminiscent of the wor- of of like the worst of some of the worst versions of Kendall. I don't I don't know I just yeah and and uh, and Jared agrees with me. Um, Jared says, uh, "You get what you give." Might be the worst song to come out of that decade. <laughs> wow. Harsh. Um, and and I think he and I, I, I was talking to him and he like I he actually mentioned you get what you give because I was listing off the songs that we were gonna that were coming up and he was like that's one of those bands that just I wish they didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Did we find know. a cover of this song? Um. So I did find a YouTube. Cover, uh, let's see, it's, uh, Katie Ferrara, um, is the, is the YouTube username, um, and it's just two, it's two women harmonizing, uh, playing acoustic guitars, one of them's kind of playing a lead lick, um, and, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was I, I I listened to that before I listened to the actual song, and I liked that better. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't want to be too too negative on it because this song. I mean, it could be worse, but it just sort of yeah, it exemplifies like sort of the frat boy culture of that kind of stuff. You know, these people they look like they listen to Dave Matthews. Um. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> what was so, wrong with Dave Matthews? I mean, it's like frat boy kind of thing. 
What I, would you say? It's not even. It's not even. The problem isn't even necessarily Dave Matthews, although he has some some bad stuff. His cover of All on All on the Watchtower is awful, but um, it's the people who listen to Dave <laughs> Matthews that I have a problem with. Okay. Okay. That's um, for another podcast, I guess. It's for yeah. When it comes when uh <laughs> yeah when when uh I don't even know what would what would a Dave Matthews song be from this era? Crash into me. When crash yeah when crash into me is is on volume six or whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, are we move? Can we move on to TRL? Yeah, let's do that. All right, Sarah. I mean, I like this song, but it's not a TRL type song, so I would say probably six days. Yeah, I don't. It wouldn't have got to number one. I think it would have done like maybe ten days on the countdown. I don't know. It was pretty popular. Z- zero days, because I don't like it. Fair enough. All right, everybody, listen to. All of my Kendallcast things on Kendallcast.ninja and follow me on Twitter at KHallman. Um, yeah, no social media for them. Uh, until next time, uh, uh, don't put people in cages. I'll kick your ass in. It's not a great song. <laughs> well, did you see the part about how he wrote, like he name dropped the celebrities and stuff in the same part of the song is talking about like some political issues to see if like people would yes. notice. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I did. But oh, did you really? That. Yeah. Oh, Can you cut that out then? I don't want to look like an idiot. Okay. Yeah. Seriously. Cut that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. Um, that happens when we get to the third episode of these things. I just like something happens. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I I um, usually What's in most episodes. 